Hello, you are listening to Forefront. This is Adam and Christina Hannon. We've been married for 16 years. We have four kids, and this is a special episode of Forefront. It's a closer look. This week, we're taking a look at one of the questions from our weekly marriage check-in. We'll go ahead and post the PDF to that on our show notes, but... Beyond the three questions that we ask each other each week, we have a whole bunch of questions that would be great for you to sit down with your spouse and talk through. And so this week, we're going to take a closer look at one of those questions. Which one? How did you care for your physical health this week? That's a great question. And I think the reality is that most of our physical health has to do with habits that we already have established within our lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Things that factor into your physical health are going to be probably number one, your nutrition, Mm -hmm. what you're taking in. Number two would be, you know, your physical exercise and physical output. And then the third would probably be environmental things like toxins in your environment or even stress or relationships, how healthy those are, how much you're getting out in the sun, things like that. Or rest. And that would be the fourth, would be rest. Mm -hmm. How well you rest and recover, how well you're sleeping. Mm. So those would be the four things that I would say probably have the biggest impact on your physical health. And Most of those things are just built into your life on a normal basis. You probably eat around the same time each day or the same amount of meals each day. Maybe you're even the kind of person who eats the same thing for each particular meal every day. Yeah. And same thing goes with your exercise routine or your mental output. Whatever you're doing on any given day, you're probably doing every day. And that has a lot to do with your lifestyle and your job and the things that have become a priority in your life. And environmental issues, that's just kind of a given, I guess. I mean, you live where you live, you spend as much time outside as you do, and you're around the people that you're around. So (laughs) to change those things kind of takes a big, like a massive uprooting of either your location or or your daily lifestyle. Mm. And then your sleep and your rest is also probably a part of your daily rhythm. You probably go to bed around the same time each night and wake up around the same time each morning. So really, all I guess I'm saying is that these things are pretty much already established in your life. Right. You are on this road going where you're going. And so it's good to stop and check in and say, do I like where I'm headed? And if I do, and I I think I'm getting healthier and things are going well, and I feel like I have enough energy to do all the things that I've been called by the Lord to do, then that's great. That's wonderful. But if you're heading down this road and you're thinking, man, I, I'm struggling. I, I don't feel as good as I would like to then it might be time to change some things and kind of tweak things a bit. And and certainly some of these things are out of our hands, either through injury or illness. There are some things that you can't do anything about. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you're used to exercise and you can't anymore to do an injury. Maybe your health is just suffering because of something like cancer. All of those things are very real. 
And sadly, there's not, at this point, much you can do about it. But there's also not nothing you can do about it. That's true. That's true. There are small tweaks mm-hmm. that, or maybe large tweaks that you can make with a consultation from your doctor, depending on your situation, that might be the best choice. Mm-hmm. But I guess really what we're talking about today is in our control, mm-hmm. in um, you know the things that we can change and, and, and just looking at how did I do this week? Do I like where I'm heading? Do I want to keep these same habits and routines or do I want to try something else? Or am I trying something else and yeah. and how do I like it? Right. And when it comes to physical health, the goal is not perfection. It is better. Yeah. Your health is always going to be a journey. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be attained. Right. <laughs> I must mean, be honest. It won't. You're always in a process and hopefully you're always in the process of energy management in a good way. And and mm-hmm. really, I love to think about it as far as am I equipped to do the work that God has called me to? Mm-hmm. Do I have the physical health, the physical energy, the physical body that I need to be able to do the things that he's called me to. That's what I ask myself when I when I think about this. All right. So, Christina, you mentioned that habits are pretty much kind of developed already, right? Yeah. In those four areas, the right. the input, the output, the the environmental factors, and your sleep or rest. Right. And I think nobody needs to be told hey, this is an area that you really need to work on. Like, we already know that, right? Yeah, I think if we're not happy with where we're headed, we're pretty aware of that. We're right. like, I need to I need to eat more vegetables. Right. I need to drink more water. I need to move more. Or I need to sleep at night. Right. We all know. So I already know what I need to work on, but change is hard. It seems like change is impossible. Until it takes some sort of major catalyst to make the change. Yeah, because in order to change, you're going to have to want to change. Sure. And I know for me, I can pinpoint an exact day that was the catalyst for change in my life. I have actually lost over 100 pounds since we've had our daughter, Lane. Mm -hmm. It was shortly after she was born that this catalyst that you talk about this moment of oh my it really matters kind Mm. of hit me and just changed my life it it was that moment that set me on a trajectory toward better health and and thinking about nutrition exercise environmental toxins and sleep and rest and the catalyst was I was in a mom's Bible study group. Yeah. And we met Tuesday mornings at our church. And for some reason, I don't know, they decided that at this particular Bible study on one of the regular meetings, we were going to do group exercise together. You did not want to go, if I remember correctly. I didn't want to go at all. (laughs) Exercise, that was not my thing. Especially in front of other people. Right? I had just had a baby. Oh, I didn't want to do it. I wasn't in good physical health. I did not have, if I'm honest, I did not have the physical energy to do that. And so I didn't want to. I didn't feel good about my body. Mm. I didn't feel comfortable in my body. 
And I just had a baby. And so I used that as an excuse. And I sat on the side and I nursed my baby the entire time. <laughs> While everyone else was there being excellent sports, by the way, and, and <laughs> participating in this group exercise time. And what was really beautiful about this group is that there were young women, young moms mostly, in their 20s. But there were also mentor moms mm -hmm. who were farther along in life. And so these women were 60, 70 years old and so gracious to us to come and mentor us and, and show us how to be women who love the Lord and love our husbands and love our children and serve at home and fold fitted sheets. You know, those are all things that we learned. <laughs> and then on this day, we were learning about exercise. And in this room, there was a variety of women. And when you're 20 years old, the difference between somebody who's running marathons and somebody who's not doing any physical exercise, the difference when you're 20 years old isn't that great as far as this particular exercise goes, the exercises that they were doing. And so pretty much everyone could participate at the same level sure. when you're young. But as you look at the women in the group who were older there was a really big difference mm -hmm. as far as women who had made physical exercise a regular part of their routine mm -hmm. and women who hadn't. And even there was a difference between women who had made physical exercise a regular part of their routine as far as like gentle exercise, like going for a walk every day, mm -hmm. or women who had been committed to a more rigorous exercise routine and, and included weightlifting and just higher level cardio than even walking was. Yeah. And you could see that varied difference to such an extent in this Tuesday morning Bible study exercise class that it really shook me up. And it was such a visual display to me of it matters. Mm. It does. And I was shocked. I had no idea that it really does matter. There are really big implications because our bodies naturally age. Mm -hmm. uh, things, you know, movement, it, it's going to get harder. It's just the result of living on this planet. And so what can I do to fight against that as much as possible so that when I am 60, you know, and for me, it was looking to, I hope that I'm a grandmother someday. And when I am, what do I want my lifestyle to be like? I want to be able to bend down. I want to be able to get down on the floor and play with my grandchildren. And so if I want to be in that sort of physical condition, what do I need to start doing now when I'm 20? I wasn't 20. I was like, 25-ish. 25-ish, we'll say. So um, what do I need to start doing when I'm 25 so that by the time I'm 60, I can still move my body? Because, and I say this because I wasn't on a good path. I was not. 
and I needed to change. And that was the catalyst. That was a moment just seeing that and seeing, oh, it, it really matters. It really does make a difference. And I need to change. Hmm. And so I did. I started exercising every day. I started lifting weights. Mm -hmm. I started eating healthier. I started drinking more water. And then results started happening. Mm -hmm. And it was so exciting. And when you start to see that, then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm sold. I am sold. I want to keep on this because I feel great. Yeah. You feel great, but also the word equipped was kind of a big key in your motivation. That is my word, equipped. I want to be equipped for any good work that God has prepared in advance for me so that I can walk in it. I know that he has good things. I know that he has gifted me in certain ways and called me to do different things. And I want to be able to do that. I need mm -hmm. to have the body who's able to carry me to do that. I need to have the energy to be able to do that. I need to be able to focus mm -hmm. in order to do those things. All of these things have to do with my physical health. How do I take care of my body so that I can serve the Lord? So that was the catalyst for you. And I was a high school athlete growing up and even a little bit in college too. But it really wasn't until uh, I'd say maybe three and a half, four years ago that I kind of got, well, brought in by you. <laughs> yeah, I, I drug you in. Here's how it happened. So we were renting this townhouse when we first moved here. And with that rental came a free gym membership. Mm -hmm. So we're like, well, we're going to take advantage of it because I'm a maximizer. Right? <laughs> I'm a maximizer. <laughs> mm -hmm. So so then uh, there was a spin class and you're like, I signed us up for a spin class. Let's do it. Okay, uh, so we're on these bikes, and I tell you what, it was hard. Yeah, it was. It was fun to be able to do that with you. It was kind of like a date. Only it was. Only a sweaty It's the sweatiest wreck. date we've ever been on, but we had so much fun. It was painful, though. Yeah, the next day. <laughs> Couldn't walk for days but after the first few. There is something great, though, isn't there, about... The next day when you can't even move and you're like, oh, because you know you worked so hard. You know it, but those first few spin classes didn't feel all that great. I don't know. I but think here's, they felt great. But since that time, I've now increased my exercise. Mm -hmm. And now I'm to a point where it actually feels good. Sure. I, it didn't take four years. Don't hear me wrong. But you get to the point where... Ooh, that was a lot of work and it hurts. Like stairs hurt me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to, I feel really good when I exercise and I want to do it some more. Yeah. Sort of a thing. Awesome. So I, I kind of got to that point. It wasn't easy. Of course not. But, uh, thanks for, thanks for signing me up for that class. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it was terrible, but it was great. Yeah. So things have really changed a lot for us over yeah. the years and as far as how we care for our physical health. Yeah. You know, one of our first dates together was going out for Krispy Kreme donuts. You know, <laughs> and, seems like forever ago. And so that was a high value for us was glaze. Um <laughs> and now 
we have sort of, you know, along with exercise comes nutrition, like I said, and just like being more mindful of your environment and, and also your physical rest and sleep. Mm -hmm. So all of those things are working together. At least we try. Here, here's a big mode. Like it's a, the circle of motivation, if you will, because when you exercise to the point of your muscles are sore, you know that protein helps heal your muscles. So you want to load up on protein. You also don't want to waste the exercise you did by (laughs) going to Krispy Kreme and ordering a few dozen, right? I know, because when they have those calorie counters on the the spin bikes that show you how many calories you burn, it is like so defeating. Mm. Really? I've only burned... 34 calories and I feel like I'm going to die, you know, (laughs) it's like you kind of second guess a little bit what you put in your mouth afterward (laughs) because you don't want to waste it. So on your health journey, you've acquired a collection, a small collection of dumbbells and weights and stuff for Mm -hmm. our house that we have in our home. And uh, we have different schedules, you and I. So right now, like I wake up earlier than you and I'm not regular like you when it comes to weightlifting, but I'd say if I'm honest, a couple times a week, Mm -hmm. so like twice a week, maybe I'll get out the weights. Whatever you're doing a couple times a week, it's working. See, that kind of flattery is (laughs) highly motivating. Yeah. Yeah. So what else are you doing? Uh, well, of course, we go for our, our afternoon walk. Mm-hmm. When I get home from work, we go for a walk and yeah. uh, maybe two miles, I think, somewhere around there. Sure. So yeah. something like that. So that's that's something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, weightlifting twice a week. Uh, you've got me eating healthier than I used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, used to be that one of my personal hobbies was pop drinking soda like mm-hmm. like the, the, the gourmets cr- yeah sodas. the craft sodas craft the sodas. glass bottled sodas yeah main root blueberry was one of my faves yeah dublin dr pepper was a fancy one anyways it was, it was a hobby of mine it, it was, was. Mm-hmm. and i just am not interested in pop anymore and i can't explain it i don't know i think your taste change yeah your, your taste changes once you start eating less sugar yeah. or almost no sugar, mm. or maybe you give up sugar entirely for a while. I don't know. Um, or maybe your dentist pummels it out of you. That could be. That <laughs> could be. <laughs> Anyways, so drinking less soda. having mm-hmm. a, I, Sugar is not like completely eliminated from my diet, but it's significantly reduced. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that has to do with you've been motivated to eat healthier yourself and you're the one who makes the meals and you've been able to find creative, fun ways to make it tasty. Oh, good. I'm glad you enjoy mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So good. that's uh, that's what I'm doing. Good. And, and the occasional spin class with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. great. Oh, Tell them what we started doing this week. Yeah. So this week, as far as what am I doing for my physical health this week, we have been trying to come up with different ideas to, you know, get the kids a little more active. Yeah. Us too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just different. I mean, it's quarantine. It's not really quarantine anymore. You can't say that anymore. Nobody's (laughs) staying home. You can't blame the quarantine. (laughs) Whatever. Maybe I'm just bored and I want things to do. And so my favorite sport is tennis. And so I I love going to play tennis. And the kids just kind of, 
do we have to go play tennis? I think because it's always hot outside and they're not mm-hmm. huge fans of tennis. But we have tried out this week. We've been playing 10-minute tennis. Mm-hmm. So we drive over to the tennis courts and we're like, 10 minutes. It'll only be 10 minutes. Just like come and play for 10 minutes. And I think that's set up like that. Oh, it's only 10 minutes. Like that's not a big deal. So right. they know we're not going to be there all afternoon or for an hour. And they're not going to be like roasting in the sun. Mm-hmm. They just have better attitudes about it. And yeah. we play for a lot longer than 10 minutes. It's at least 20. They just don't have any idea. Right. But that's been great. 10-minute tennis. I love it. Yeah. I think we all kind of know that we're kind of trying to trick ourselves because when you say 10 minutes, I'm going to exert everything I have because it's only 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then you're having so much fun that I don't want to stop now. Well, yeah. It's finding a way to make this into a habit or a hobby. Yeah. You know, change those habits. So like I said at the beginning... We already have these things established in our lives, what we're doing. Um, What we're doing right now this week is getting all the free coffee from Panera. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you signed up for that or not. I'll put the link to that in our show notes. But it is free coffee all summer. And so we were out getting our iced coffee in the afternoon because it's beautiful and wonderful. And so we thought, well, let's do 10-minute tennis right after our coffee. So we're kind of pairing our hobby with our potential hobby (laughs) (laughs) and it's been a great thing all right so we've already looked back a little bit at our physical health and where we came from Mm. and we've already talked about what we're doing right now but what i'm curious about is what do you want in the future when you look forward to your physical health what are your plans or your goals or what are things that I can do that would help motivate or encourage you to care for your physical body because selfishly I want you around (laughs) (laughs) you know when when I picture 60 year old Christina I picture 60 two-year-old Adam right next to me. So what are the things that I can do to help encourage you? First of all, I'm glad you want me around when I'm (laughs) 62, okay? There's been a few times on this podcast alone where you've mentioned my biceps. And I don't know if (laughs) you're joking, whatever. I'm not joking. Okay, then. When you delight in me or enjoy me or notice me and highlight that by commenting on my muscles, whatever. Okay. It sounds funny. No, really, whether it's flattery or not, that's so motivating. Mm. And I tell you, every time you've mentioned my biceps on this podcast, the very next morning, four o'clock in the morning, I'm up and I'm doing curls. I promise (laughs) you that. Because it's so motivating to me. That's awesome. I will say your physique, like your biceps, but also your your pecs, your chest muscles, (laughs) like... You've gotten in such better shape since we started this this podcast. It's that affirmation. (laughs) So if you want a great bod, go ahead and start a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Compliment your husband. I'm serious. I'm serious. It it works. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) All right. That and the fact that you pulled me into that first spin class and Mm. we kind of made it a routine date. Yeah. We actually just did a spin class this last week together. It was way fun. Yeah. They brought all the spin bikes outside to the parking lot. Yep. 
It was beautiful. It was. Such a sunny day. Love that. All right. So where do you want to go with your physical health or how can I help equip you or motivate you? Mm, Yeah. Well, take me beautiful places. That is a huge motivator to me. Are we going on a vacation? That's something to look forward to. That gets me like, oh, I'm I'm motivated. I want to show up to this event or this place in a certain way. I want to look good, but I want to feel good. But also, beautiful places are more enjoyable. So if we're going to go for a walk, let's go for a walk somewhere gorgeous. Mm. I could walk forever if we're looking, you know, at just beautiful scenery or just it's a nice day out, right? I love being in big open spaces. Even even the gym. You know, right now we don't have a gym membership. Right. But we've had a few in the past at different gyms. And there are gyms that you walk in and you're like, oh, this is big and open and airy and it's so clean and fresh mm-hmm. and like I I want to come here. I want to breathe in really deeply and I want to work hard here. Um and then there are gyms that you walk in and you're like, oh this is gross. Like everything's sticky and it smells like Chuck E. Cheese in here. <laughs> And there's a difference. That's what I'm saying. There's a difference in the motivation. So I don't know. What really motivates me is just let's hang out at beautiful places. Maybe that sounds so superficial, but it is a motivator. If that's a motivator for you, then that's what we're going for. And it can be a free place. I mean, you just go to a beautiful park or something and it's so much more fun. Like 10 minute tennis. Uh Um, There are tennis courts that are cracked and the net is sagging and then there are tennis courts that are new and the fence is beautiful and yeah and there's not grass growing out of the court when it's <laughs> when it's a right. clay court and you can get a good workout at either one mm-hmm. we're just talking about what motivates you yeah yep. so i would enjoy the beautiful tennis court sure and play for way longer than 10 minutes <laughs> that's it that's it Um, The other thing, and this isn't even just physical health, but when you take pictures, it just lets me know that you enjoy your life and you enjoy what we're doing. So, you know, the other day we were out having a picnic lunch at a playground and and you were taking pictures of, you know, just selfies Selfies of you and I having a picnic when the kids are off playing. And that just speaks that you are enjoying this moment you're present here and and when i'm in the picture with you that just means that hey you're enjoying me with you and so that motivates me to want to show up that way for you i want to show up with good energy i want to show up feeling good about myself um, feeling comfortable in my body feeling um like i have enough energy and and the stamina to enjoy this moment with you so taking pictures as silly as it sounds is really a motivator to me because it lets me know that hey i'm i'm here i feel good you feel good we're enjoying each other hmm. 
I'm glad we're having this conversation. I think it's really important for you to identify what is your motivator and communicate that with your spouse because really you want to help each other in this area. Right. Because physical health is going to impact your marriage. Yeah. Whether in a good way or in a really hard way. And like I said, sometimes there are just factors that come into our lives that we can't do anything about. But there are plenty of factors that we can change and habits that we can work to improve. So it's just that question. What is the trajectory that my current habits have me on? And do I want to change that? And do I want to change that enough to the point of actually going ahead and changing that? And the goal is better, not perfection. Right. And I would say my goal is being equipped. Yes. Am I equipped for the work that God has called me to do? So this has been Forefront Podcast with Adam and Christina Hannon. We'd love for you to check out the show notes. And we want to thank you for listening to Forefront.